Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello and welcome back to the Claret and Blue podcast. Hey, it's the start of a new era at Villa Park. Una Emery is through the door. You face the media for the first time this afternoon. And I'm with Ashley Priest, who was there. Ash, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, just got back, John. Um, yeah, very, very good press out. And yeah, Una understood my, qu- my question, which was good. Um, yeah, I asked him about January coming up and transfers. So he was very good in that sense. Be- beforehand, people are warning me his English isn't great. Um, you would have seen his interview last night, wouldn't you, Johnny? I thought he'd come across quite well last night as well. And yeah, um, it's not perfect English, don't get me wrong, but you could you make him out, and it he, he was a good press conference. He came across really well. He was asked about a lot, a lot of stuff, so went down well, mate. Spent some time with with, with your Christian Perslows and Johan Langers afterwards as well, which is which is good as well. So yeah, um, good opening first press conference, and it's down to the business on Sunday now, man. Yeah. Yeah, you must forget that we've got a game this weekend. It's been all, you know, obviously Emery was announced last week, but then a few days, delayed visa, different things, press conference today and unveiling today. It's all sort of happened really quickly, but we've had obviously a bit of a delay. How was it today, obviously being a bit different to normal? Usually it's a body more heath. It's more of a press conference vibe. This time it's a, it's an unveiling. There's more press. There's press from different countries as well. So how, how was that as an, as a, an ex- experience, I suppose? Well, yeah, just the Stephen Gerrard one felt like yesterday, to be fair. Very similar to that one. That was 350 days ago. You know, we were back, back, back in the same setup, same room, same chairs, same same desk. Um, so it was crazy in that sense. I think Villa have had, what, 12 managers in 10 years now? Something like that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's got it all to do, Emery. But um, today was good. I was treated some Spanish tapas, very, very on brand from Villa when we got in there. So everyone's picking a bowl of tapas up. Very nice. And, and yeah, we had the headsets as well. So there, there was a guy, there's a translator in a little booth at the back of the room. And when the Spanish journalist was, was asking questions, we put the uh, headsets on. Very, very Champions League this year. And he, he came through really well. So, uh, yeah, Champions League, something we get, hopefully we get used to it. Huh? But, um, yeah, it was very good in that sense. It worked really well. Emery's family was there, his family. His, his, his brother was there as well. Uh, nice moment for them. And, and yeah, introduce myself to him, Ashley Priest, Birmingham Live, whatever. And yeah, very, very warming, warming bloke, very, very nice. Um, good first impressions as always. And yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot was said as well. So but yeah, um, got it all to do now. Tough little run for him, isn't it? Back to a, yeah. a, a fire as such. But he said it's his most daring job to date, probably most daring one to date. Um, given the size of the task at hand, he's coming into a club. In, in, in a bit of a turmoil at the moment, but, but yeah, he, he's the man chosen by Nasser Suarez specifically to, to lift, lift, the, lift the fortunes of the club. And it's a good appointment, isn't it, John? Looking back now, it is a good appointment, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, I put him in that bracket with Poch, Tuchel. I've said it a few times, we couldn't have got a better manager than that. There's no way. Um, as long as the players can take on what he wants, 
But then if they don't take on what he wants, they won't be at the club. So it, it, it's it's Emery's, it's Emery's toy, if you will. It's He's been fully backed. Personally, I said it today. Nasef, as you mentioned, it, it, it's, it's his appointment, isn't it? And everyone's uh, backing it because of his CV and what he's done in the game already. For yourself, though, Ash, it must be something to look forward to, like speaking to Emery every week or maybe a few times a week. Different sort of character that what we've had you know, recently, obviously, Gerard mm-hmm. Smith different managers down the years as well, but this is someone who comes into a club with a vast experience in European football, in the Premier League to an extent, but someone with such a CV, it's, you almost feel like you're going to go into a press conference and learn something. That's the sort of vibe that I'd get, I think. Yeah, spot on, John, I'm with you as well. I'm so interested about his backroom staff, about his methods, about his analysis. Whereas under Gerard, it was, he had his big backroom staff behind him. Yeah. And you, you know Gerard, the character, you know the lines he's going to come out with, he's all in. This, that, and the other. Whereas Unai Emery, I know he's not an unknown to us, but his, his methods are. I'm, I'm interested to learn from him. Like I say, I want to know the people close to him. I want to know everything about him. And it's really fascinating. I'm really excited to learn, like you say. Unai is going to learn about Villa. I'm going to learn about Unai and his staff. And really exciting. Loads, loads of new stuff to write about and to, to, to give the fans and the readers some interesting lines and stuff. So I'm really excited by it. Really am. Um, he's had some brilliant experiences. I think he's 15 years on the bounce. He's been in Europe as well. So he hasn't got Europe to, to deal with it at the moment. And, and yeah, just, yeah, I'm fascinated by his, by his story, really. And he's out to prove a point, John. I really feel that. I think he, got, he felt he got let down at Arsenal um, previously. And he, he's come here to think, I'm going to show everyone. I deserve to be on the top table amongst your peps and your clubs and your, your counties. I, I, I'm, I'm a good manager. And um, yeah, the owners have turned to him to do that. So yeah, fascinated to learn from him. And to be be around him here on in, yeah, yeah. And moving on to what was actually said in the press conference, the contents at least from the broadcast section, we can't really start anywhere else by mentioning that he wants to win a trophy, wants to yeah. be in Europe with Villa. And we've heard that all before, though it's almost lip service in the last few years. But when you hear it from someone like Unai Emery again with the CV he's got, he knows how to win those competitions. That he doesn't want to just be there. He knows that he can bring the club towards that, you know, particular place and how he was going to do it. We, we don't know yet, but in the next few years, that, that's where he wants to be. Um, yeah, he wants to win a trophy, he wants to be in Europe. What, what did you make of those comments? Yeah, very exciting. I know we heard, we've heard it all before, but it's coming from a cup specialist here. He's won cups, he's won nine major honours. Um, probably probably the most high-profile high manager since probably a Martin O'Neill or something like that. It's so exciting uh, with the CV he's got. He's worked with your Neymars and Bappes and he's, He's at Villa now, so um, it's, it's yeah, it's it's very exciting, like I say. Um, and yeah, coming up to this one, I think a big gap, Manchester United double header coming up could be the perfect storm for him, you know, especially at home on Sunday. The crowd are gonna be right behind him. Um, the players need to buy into that, and I mean, there's a record there to, to, to get at. He's been big man you at home since '95, just could be the perfect storm. And obviously, next Thursday is the one for me. Seven and a half thousand fans are going to Old Trafford. Bit of a cup specialist, a one-game specialist, Unai Emery. Um, he's got the better hand over Man United before in a cup competition, as we know. Win that one, you pumped up then, and like you say, you could snowball into something quite special. So, yeah, really excited with the next three games before that little break he's got. And that break will be, be good for him as well. It really will be. They go out to Dubai um, after that Brighton game, and, and like you say, you can get amongst his, his squad much better. He'll have time to work with them, better in, in, in his ideas. His staff can get across to the players as well. So, so yeah, he's coming in, coming into the club at a real, really good time. And like, the proof's in the pudding, isn't it? He? he can talk all day, but 
I believe in him. I really do. I've, I've seen his sides. He's been in our sides. are good to watch. And, and yeah, no perfect place to do it. And to beat Man U at Villa Park on Sunday. Hasn't been done since 95, yeah? Yeah. It, as you mentioned there, actually, it's almost like we've taken punts on managers over the last, you know, how many years? 10 years, probably now. This is probably the first manager we haven't taken a punt on. We know what he's going to give us if we give him what he wants. Um, so it's up to Villa where they go from there. And it's up to the players, the backing he gets as well. What about the uh, what you mentioned about the captain? Obviously, that was um, a big thing in the summer. Toro Mings being stripped of it. John McGinn getting it from Gerrard. And in the first 13 games, McGinn's performances haven't been up to scratch. Questions over his ability to wear the armband and play to the level that we know he can play at. Emery saying that, at least for the time being, he's not going to be passing over the armband. Maybe that's something he'll come back to. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's the right call. He wants to assess his squad first half. I think Gerrard did the same last year. Um, Leave it as he's don't rock the boat too much just yet early on, and you know, I think he'll make a decision probably probably after the, the World Cup break maybe and, and appoint his own man. But like you say, I mean, on Sunday does John McGinn come in? We're not quite sure. If he doesn't, if he's not on the pitch, and I think Eddie Martinez takes the armband as he has done. So yeah, I think it's the I think it's the right right call to make the right the right the right line to come out with, um, not not to rock rock the boat too much just yet. Don't don't a storm in there. Your captain. What's that going to do to McGinn then? Do you know what I mean? You yeah. need all your players on board. So keep it as it is. If McGinn's not playing, it's going to be Martinez uh, and vice versa. So, yeah, I, th- I think this appointment could be good for McGinn as well. Fresh start for him. Obviously, Gerard was, was was so pro McGinn. He loved McGinn. Whereas this time, I think McGinn's got a point to prove now. The, the, he's got a point to prove to the new manager. So it could, could yeah. work in, in, in that favour, in that aspect. So, yeah, right call uh, with Emery's decision to, to keep things as they are. Yeah. But it would be harsh, obviously, just to point out McGinn, as Emery puts himself, it's a squad that's been underperforming now for for, for quite a lot of time, which in a way is uh, it's not really what you want to hear, but it's obviously the facts. But he knows that he can get more out of this group. I'd much rather him being saying that. It's not nothing harsh. The players know it themselves. I'd much rather him saying that they're underperforming than, oh, we know where we need to improve. It was almost the first couple of weeks that Gerard would be saying something along the lines of, oh, we've, we've, we've identified where we need to improve or this needs to be better and we need more support, that sort of thing. With Emery, I don't get the vibe that he's going to be asking for things, at least in the media. He's going to be saying, these players need to improve and here's how we're going to do it. We're going to go on the training ground, watch <laughs> countless videos about the opposition coming up. That's what I want to hear from a manager and a coach rather than someone who's saying, we need this support in this area. We're going to add to this in January. I don't know. I, maybe that's, I'm on my own there, but to me, I don't want to be hearing too much about transfers yet in terms of what Emery is saying. If he's going to be asked about no. it, that's fine. But it's not a performing squad, and he says that uh, confidence. I think he said is what 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 he sort of needs to you know breathe back into the squad at the moment. Yeah, confidence is the, is the one that needs a bit of love. Um, he's watched every game, John, as well. He watched every Aston Villa game this season, Emery. So he's yeah, good. He's a better man than me. But um, so yeah, he's watched every game. Just need, they need a bit of confidence. They need to to find themselves and, and, and bring out the best in themselves starting Sunday, hopefully. So. Yeah, they need a bit of confidence that they've taken a massive hit last week against Newcastle. That second half collapse told you everything. So some of the body language there, yeah, they're just players on the knees. They've given up. They really had. So we need to instill a bit of belief into them. Obviously, players to believe again. And hopefully yeah. the fans will help on Sunday as well. Off to a good start. Who knows? But um, yeah, I think, I, think, I think the appointment anyway lifts the dressing room as it is. They've all got a point to prove now. It's a clean slate for everyone. So um, well, that, that wasn't the case previously. So... Yeah, just just bit a bit of belief, bit of confidence, and and yeah, just be positive in what in what you're doing. Is that that's the message? Yeah, and quickly on Christian Perslow, obviously he was there with 
Johan Langer as well, either side of Emery. But Perslow was very keen to get across Emery, uh, Emery's achievements, his experience in particular. It's such a uh, sort of departure from last year when it was Gerard who hadn't managed a Premier League game, had only managed one club in one division. And now here we are with Emery. It's, it's had a big departure and nothing was really mentioned about Gerard, at least in the broadcast section. Um, what did you make of Perslow's comments? Obviously, again, very keen to promote his experience. Emery's experience, does that say a lot about where the squad is and how the last 12 months have gone? Yeah, I mean, it was quite telling, wasn't it, really? He, he listed his CV. He, he thinks he's a very good appointment, as he referenced as well. So, yeah, Perslow didn't say too much today, John. He, whereas previously, I think he said a bit too much before, and it's come back to bite him. But, yeah, today he kept in the background, said it's a really good appointment, which it is on the face of it. and. Hopefully now we can kick on because the last appointment didn't, didn't work, did it? That, that's the fact of it. So they've got his man and, like you say, I think everyone knows Nasef was behind this one. Um, sounded him out, got him in and, like you say, bit of a, like a, he's a cup specialist. He's He's been there and done it and hopefully now he can do it with Villa and that, that, that's the aim. Yeah, and obviously we do have a game this weekend. So moving on to more Man United, Villa, I suppose. Is there an injury update, Ash? Did you... Was anyone asking about that? Obviously, it's probably not the first thing to ask a new manager, but is there any updates maybe on Martinez, Kamara, ahead of the weekend? Yes, Martinez should be fine. He should be okay. Uh, Martinez, I expect, will be in goal. That's that's the message from the club. Uh, elsewhere, uh, Ludwig Augustinsson and Bubakar Kamara are pushing. But they, they, they could be in contention for Sunday. Maybe not in the starting eleven, which is good news for Kamara. Um, but we could see, yeah, could see Kamara return on Sunday. He's trained all week. So, yeah, huge, huge boost, Alice for Villa. You might, might just throw him in, you know. But, yeah, Kamara's trained. But he, I don't think he wants to rush him too much. He's a knee ligament injury he's had previously. But he's came through training on Sky. So, that's a big boost for, for Unai. Um, very telling he referenced Diego Carlos straight away. He said, very, very good recruitment from Villa, that one. So, he knows all about Diego Carlos as well. So, um, he's, he's, he's pleased to work with him. Knows him well from, obviously, him playing at Sevilla as well. So, yeah, that's it on the injury front, really. So, Martinez will be in goal, and then Logan Augustinson and Bibigar Kamara, hopefully back in back in the squad. Yeah, was there anything mentioned on Kamara in particular? Obviously, we know the level that Kamara is. He seems to be most perfect for Emery playing in that sort of double pivot role. He, he certainly stands out to me as a player that will thrive under Emery. Was there anything said particularly about him? No, nothing really. Like I said, us written press only get one question each anyway, and. Yeah, I'll use mine on, on, on transfers, typically. Um, so, it's something I'll press Emery on in, in the coming weeks. Kamara, his impact and what he thinks of him as a player. Can he, can he be thrive in his system? Because, um, obviously, Gerard gave him the big billing, didn't he? And, like you say, he's had an unfortunate injury. So, something I'll press Unai on in the coming weeks. And just a bonus to have him back. Um, remains to be seen now if he'll make the French squad for the World Cup. Probably a bit too soon for him, but we'll see. But, yeah, such a boost to have him back and... You'd say probably in contention to start next week in the cup. Yeah, possibly, and that's a good opportunity. It's obviously got Brighton as well straight after, and then it's a mini pre-season. Just on Man United's injury front, uh, Anthony, Anthony Martial, and Rashford are all potentially going to miss out. Obviously, Fernandez as well, not not going to be able to play the weekend due to five bookings. They beat Sociedad in the week, but they missed out on top spot uh, on goals, goal difference, I think it was. Um, so I don't know how they're going to be approaching the game. Obviously, they've improved as well under Eric Ten Hag, but it'll be interesting to see what sort of you know lineup they play with. They've obviously got a lot of strength and depth at the same time. If you're missing some key 
players, I wonder if Emery will be looking at that and thinking we can really make use of this crowd. I'd almost wish the game was kicking off under the lights or something rather than a two o'clock. And I don't think it's on TV, is it? So that's no. um, a, bit, a, bit, a bit of a strange one. But um, no, it would be a rocking atmosphere at Villa Park anyway. Just quickly moving away from match day. Uh, if you didn't know already, the Claret and Blue podcast, we're doing a live show, uh, a Q&A, live Q&A, raffles, prizes to win at the Aston Social on November the 18th, I think it is, which is a Friday night, I believe. Uh, yeah. Tickets still available. We've sold over, well, over 100 now, which is obviously really good. Uh, free tickets, all the money and proceeds through raffles. And if you want to donate, we'll go to charity. I think it's the Villa Foundation and uh, Acorns as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, doors right. will open at six o'clock. If you want tickets for that, you can go to the Claret and Blue Twitter page and across our, across our social channels. And you can snap up some tickets there. There's only a few remaining at the moment, so they might be gone by the end of the night. So if you want to uh, come to that, meet myself, Ash, Dan Rollinson and Matt Kendrick. I think hopefully Pat Rowe will be there as well. The whole Claret and Blue team. Uh, we will be in the Aston Social. Six o'clock doors open Friday, November the 18th. And it should be a really good night. And again, tickets should be across the social pages. We'll link it in the comments to this video too. Um, and that'll be a really good night, won't it, Ash? Yeah, two weeks today, that is, John, would you believe? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Matt, Matt Kendrick's round, my lord. Matt Kendrick's boy in the round. So, um, yeah, see you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, it should be a good night. should have a good laugh. Karen yeah. and the team, they'll look after us. Just a chance to get together, really. We all work hard in what we do. Travel up and down the country following the villa. I dedicate a lot of our lives to, to Villa and the Client Blue podcast. And, you know, just to just chill out, see some of the listeners, have a beer, chew the fat over the villa. And, and yeah, it uh, should be a good crack. And looking forward to it. No, no, it's to be... I wouldn't class it as work. You know, it's to be off the clock and just, like you yeah. say, we rarely meet up, do we, John? Don't we? Have a, have a, have a beer with you. It's only met you twice. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? So, um, yeah. so it'd be nice to just do that, get to get the band together, as they say. Um, you know, see, 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 see the, the, the ones that tune in every week. I don't know why yeah. they're tuning in, but they're tuning in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. but, um, yeah the, looking forward to it. At the moment, as we do this live, we have about 260 people watching and I've never met anyone who watches the podcast. It's quite insane. I think you said when you went to Australia, actually the amount of people who would come up to you and be, yeah. uh, you know, so, so fond of the podcast and so, so many nice words about it as well. So although it's only 150 people and probably locals that are going to be seeing us in two weeks' time, um, it'd be nice to see some faces actually see the podcast and watch it yeah. and interact with it as well because, you know, that, that's why we do it, I suppose. Yeah, 100%. Not see people in person. I'm sick of Zoom calls and stuff. So, yeah, but nice to see each other in person and, and yeah, just talk up. Yeah, have, have a good crack, as they say. Yeah. And back to Villa United this weekend. Uh, predicted 11. Ash, to be honest, I can't even remember who Villa played in in, a, in the Newcastle game. It was the same team that beat Brentford, wasn't it? it was yeah, completely yeah. that Newcastle game. I was really uh, frustrated and embarrassed when we lost that at St. James's. But then the Emery stuff's probably not sort of put it to the back of my mind a little bit, but now, now we're sort of talking about it again. So can you expect any changes? Do you think you'll make any radical moves between, uh, uh, sorry, for the for the United game? I don't think he will. 4-2-3-1 seems to be the system that he'll go with, at least for now. Mm. He's only had a few yeah. plays with the players. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's interesting. No clue as to what, what 11 he'll pick. Be intrigued to see, you know, I've seen the training videos, Cameron Archer's in the two up front with Watkins. You, Make a lot out of that. Yeah. We'll see. I'm intrigued to see what, what the future holds for your Morgan Sansons and, and your, your Nakambas now. What's he seen in mm. training to clean slate for everyone as as we've referenced. So I can't imagine it being unchanged from last week, given the 
how bad Villa were in that second half. So could be one of few, one or two surprises, you know, John. One that really could. There could be a couple of players at Bodymore Heath this week that have really turned it on, really impressed the new coaching staff there. Um, will we see Callum Chambers perhaps coming to the side? The player Emery's worked with before and trusts, maybe. Um, yeah, I think we'll, I think it'll be two or three changes, maybe. I don't know, but really intriguing to see his lineup. There's no, no, no point me prepping a, a team news breaker, is the job. There's no, <laughs> might as well do it. I've got no chance of guessing that the 11 there. So, yeah, but yeah, I'm really excited to see what first 11 he'll pick. And that 11 who, who I picked that, that day, John, should, should fill them with confidence. The manager's picked me in his first game. Hopefully, they go out there and do the business. Yeah, it's. Although we need results over the next two games and would like to progress in the cup, you almost feel like Emery will use these three games as a as an opportunity just to sniff out what what players he will want to use. Because although we have that mini preseason, we might play a couple of friendlies in that in that six week period. But you want to yeah. you want to sit on the pitch in Premier League games and after the World Cup period, it, all those games are going to come thick and fast. And if we don't have points on the board, we're probably going to be in the relegation zone. At, you know, in the next six weeks or so. So he really does need to know what players are going to be up for the. I say up for the fight, but up for sort of taking his ideas on and being able to implement them, implement them as well. Um, yeah. Moving on to predictions, Ash, have you got a feeling for this one? I, I'm not too sure myself. I think United are a really good team and they've, they've turned a corner from a really poor start to the season. And with us, we win 4-0 and then lose 4-0. So we're completely unpredictable. A new manager, as you say, yeah. changes potentially new shape. We're, I have no idea what we're going to do. Uh, United are probably more comfortable in where they are with Tanag at the moment. Potentially a couple of injuries, Fernandez missing. Um, snatch your hands off for a draw, to be honest with you, just to get a point, move us away from that relegation zone a little bit. Although, don't think we are going to get relegated this season. You don't want to be in that position during the World Cup break. So, I'd take a draw, but I've, yeah. I, you know what? I think it will be a draw as well. I think the crowd will pull us through a little bit and those players have got a big point to prove, especially yeah. um, against the United team as well. So, probably aren't going to be at you know, full strength. So, yeah, new manager bounce. It is a thing, isn't it, John? It does happen. It does. It does. Does galvanise the the players and and the fans in in there as well. So, yeah, what's it been now? Twenty seven years since Villa last beat Man U at home. It's got to end soon, surely. Um, seen a few stats flying around as well. Cristiano Ronaldo, he scored the most goals against Villa in the Premier League. Um, so it's all going against Villa. But yeah, Uno Emery. There'll be a lot of excitement on Sunday. Um, really well. The fans are going to be right behind him, and. Yeah, he's excited himself. So, 2-1, last-minute winner. Why not? Get the party started yeah. and then on to Old Trafford. Do the double over him and then, uh, yeah, we're flying then, aren't we? But, yeah, sneak a win. I've got a sneaky, sneaky suspicion. Uno Emery's going to win his first game in charge. He's going to be against Manchester United. What a start that'll be, yeah. I mean, yeah, if it's ever going to happen, you would have thought new manager, the, the second home game after, who win a 4-0 as well, so... Potentially so. Uh, that will probably wrap us up, Ash. We've got a lot of work to do between now and Sunday and after Sunday too. Uh, so that will do us for today. Thanks everyone for interacting in the comment section and please leave a like ring on the video and subscribe to the Climate Blue podcast. Again, if you want to snap up the last tickets to our live show in two weeks' time, the 18th of November, Friday night, doors open at six o'clock, please join us for that. And as I say, tickets are selling out quickly. So be quick on the link. Thanks everyone and up the villa. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode, but until then, up the villa. Up the villa.